Kale & Company, weekday mornings, 6 till 10. Thursday morning here on Talk Radio 1210 WPHT. So much to get to before we get out of here this morning. Coming up in the 9 o'clock hour, we'll get to Dawn's Big Three. Right around 9.15. Morning Mystery Movie Clip at 9.20. Part due of the cut sheet at 9.30. And also have a couple of other stories to get to uh, with a couple of these big-time corporations. But I, I found this story to be interesting in the Philadelphia Inquirer, and I got two takeaways from it. But let me just uh, give you some of the bullet points here. So there's this battle over student press censorship here in suburban Philadelphia. Uh, the Philadelphia Inquirer writes the following. I have two brilliant daughters, if I may say so myself, and they are both products of the Lower Marion School District. They received a superb education that prepared them well for all of the next steps of life. I have always felt grateful to the district for that, but I am ashamed of it now. And that is because of its removal of two articles from the website of the Marianite, the award-winning student newspaper at Lower Marion High School. Like all censors in all times and places, the district said it was rightfully protecting students from harm. In fact, it taught them all the wrong lessons about speech citizenship and democracy itself on december 20th the marionite published dueling student opinion pieces about the conflict in the middle east one of the articles titled there's more to the story linked the october 7th attack on israel by hamas to hatred and discrimination suffered by jewish people across history the other essay titled humanity's true colors condemned Israel as an apartheid state and charged it with committing war crimes in Gaza. So you have these conflicting viewpoints, right? And uh, they go on to say in the Inquirer in the story, anticipating controversy over the op-eds, the district reviewed them carefully before approving them for publication. So they ran it. They ran both of them, gave them a fair run. Not sure where they were placed in the school paper on the website, but they were both published. They also go on to say it also released an eloquent statement that fully endorsed free speech and dialogue across differences. Quote, the district supports and values students' First Amendment rights, the statement declared. Lower Marion schools will, quote, continue to strive to empower student voice and agency and to promote civil discourse necessary to understanding of diverse viewpoints. And then kaboom, two days later. The district threw student voice and civil discourse right under the proverbial school bus. No word or not whether that was an electric school bus. We'll have to get back to you on that one. Uh, amid a torrent of angry complaints, the district ordered the paper to take down both articles. They received roughly 250 emails about complaints. There's two things that bother me here. Number one. It's we are seeing this younger and younger and younger. We've heard Kamala Harris say it. We need to activate the younger demographic when we're talking about voters, but specifically with activating students. We are politicizing a lot of things in schools. We are seeing indoctrination and now we are seeing censorship. And I think this is all to get students the next, you know, the next wave, the next generation of society to be complicit with this one-way school of thought. That's my first thought on this. But secondly, and maybe the bigger one here, at least for me, and maybe not overall for everybody, but for me, I find it incredibly cowardly to take down those two columns. You published it. You apparently did all the vetting. You read it over. You had conversations. 
You had a meeting of the minds. Everybody in the school district and the high school specifically said, all right, let's, let's publish them. Let's get them up on the website. So you didn't have a problem with it. But once you got 250 emails, you cowardly cowered to these people and took them down. Cowardly coward. Well, yeah. My, the, nice. Sorry. I like it. Yeah. So <laughs> you need to stand by your choice because you knew there would be negative feedback. We're talking about the Middle East here, folks. This is you know, Muslims and Jews, Arabs and people from Israel, whatever, however you want to qualify, classify in these individuals. It is one of the, in the history of mankind, in, in civilization, it is a, a butting of heads that will never end. So no matter which side you're on, you're always going to alienate another sizable group of people. You know, it's just like Republicans versus Democrats. If you're in sports media, if you put out an opinion that's political, you're probably going to piss off 50% of people. So stand by your decision, school administrators, and leave the publications up on the website. That's what makes democracy great. That's what makes America great. And, you know, I... It, it, it's it's crazy that we live in a world where you're viewed to be as some courageous individual because you get out there and you say, yeah, I don't think trans dudes should be playing women's sports. Most people agree with it, but you're viewed to be courageous for saying it because of the repercussions that could come your way for voicing the majority opinion and more importantly, voicing the facts. So I, I just I lose respect for people that say, yeah, let's go with this. And whoa, we're getting a lot of mentions on Twitter. You know what? You should probably delete that. <laughs> I have no respect for that. Yeah. So I don't know what you guys think about this, but it's it's if you're going to be a First Amendment absolutist, you need to stand in the face of adversity when the blowback comes. And the, this school, Lower Marion High School, the former home of uh, Kobe Bryant, the late great Kobe Bryant, uh, they, they, they pull a little bit of a cowardly act, in my opinion. So... Yeah, this, I mean, this is, this school and this school district, they're the ones who try to get rid of Halloween, mm-hmm. and they've, uh, this is, um, you know, progressive, and so this this is not surprising to me. But and, it, it's, it's, it's regressive by definition. Yeah. Like, I, I hear progressives, I all the things that the progressives want to do, like, I'm sorry, to take, silencing different viewpoints is not the way we progress and evolve and, and get to a point in society where we can truly embrace different viewpoints. Like, I think there's a lot of people out there with really, really terrible opinions. And we've had a lot of bad takes on this show this week. But you know <laughs> what? I, I don't want to censor them and remove them. Let the marketplace of ideas dictate who's right, who's wrong. And let's live in a world where there's very little repercussions for things you say, short of, you know, the uh, the obvious stuff. Like, let's just let society police itself, right? You have a controversial opinion, say it. You shouldn't lose your job over it. You don't like it, that's fine. That that's that's the beauty of this world that we live in supposedly in this country. So, I just think that, you know, the part of what we're seeing now is that they they want to silence and cancel people yep. who have a certain opinion. And that's, unfortunately, that's what's happening. It's a form of discrimination, but we don't have diversity of thought. You're, they you're talk right. about DEI, but there's no diversity of Such thought. Such a sure. good point. We want everybody to look different, but think the same. Yep. 
That that's the maddening part of the left. So I'm going to have a uh, African American man. I'm going to have an Asian female. I'm going to have a white guy. I'm going to have a gay guy. I'm going to have a trans female, and we're all going to look different. You can have purple hair. I can shave my head. You can have cornrows, but we're all going to come to the same consensus that there's only one way to view life, and you're going to look through this prism. And you know what really stinks? And you talked about it, and Don and Greg both mentioned this You know, when we we're talking about Hunter Biden. It's infuriating to me that only select fews, uh, select few of people, Very, there's a very small group that are above the censorship, that are above cancel culture, right? Like, you know, even guys like Dave Chappelle have faced pushback with their comedy for their, their thoughts and their speech. But he can afford. He can afford yes. to, right. Yeah. Like, it, it, it's so unfair that we live in this world where Bob makes $58,000 a year, and Bob, if he wants to share his opinion on Facebook, yep. could wake up the next morning and be told, don't come to work. You know, it, it's funny that you mentioned the Dave Chappelle thing, because I think about that all the time, and I've I've said that this consistently on, on, on morning shows in the past, that I believe that it's easy to speak up against cancel culture when you're a comedian and say, I'm not going to play colleges i'm I'm not going to play here because you know of free speech issues or when you're elon musk when you are jerry seinfeld chris rock dave Chappelle, you have the luxury of doing that because mm-hmm. you can afford to say i'm going to play here i'm not going to play there because you don't need the money yep why i really respect somebody like shane gillis is because he um he was a he was a nobody basically and then snl hired him and then fired him mm-hmm. for stuff he said and he went out and he did the exact same he didn't he didn't cower to anybody he went out and did the exact same thing that he's always done with with you know no money to to back him up and he became popular in spite of that yep so so he he's really a testament to cancel culture in the opposite way where he was like great cancel me I don't have the luxury of being Dave Chappelle and having millions and millions of dollars in the bank, but I'm still going to do this. And if it works out for me, great. If it doesn't, oh, well. Yeah. And it worked out for him, great. Well, there, there's there's two people. There's two groups of people that are kind of above cancellation or at least go into a controversial, and I'm saying controversial in air quotes, a controversial subject or topic, knowing that they will not become a victim of this. You either have to be super incredibly wealthy where you have, you know, FU money and you can say it, or you get to the point in your life where you're 70 years old, you've made your money, and maybe you're you know, in the twilight of your career, mm-hmm. or maybe you've retired and you're at, you know, like Jerry Seinfeld. I know he's not 70, but, you know, Seinfeld's no longer producing his show. So he can say certain things because he's reached that point where it's like, well, it's really not going to be too punitive to me. Mm-hmm. Yep, exactly. But if you're 38 and you're living paycheck to paycheck, you got to almost self censor yourself, right? Like, you just got to be like, I better not go there. I better not post this because mm-hmm. my boss sees this and I'm going to get an email. So, um, and Mark Cuban said yesterday, he was on the Logan Paul podcast. He basically said that uh, Elon Musk destroyed Twitter and X by restoring free speech. And I'm paraphrasing here. He basically called it a glorified S show. So to me, this is one of those things where if you are coming across, whether it's like, okay, Trump. Uh, if Trump gets reelected, I'm leaving America. That's no, what not. like Barbara Streisand no, and these not. people say. No, you're not. Elon Musk, he restores free speech on Twitter. Mark Cuban doesn't like it anymore. Well, then don't go on Twitter anymore. Nobody's forcing you to use X. Go to your little safe place. Go to Instagram. Go to Meta. Go, go, to, go to Snapchat. 
hang out there, right? Go to TikTok. So nobody's for it's the same thing with comedy shows. Nobody's forcing you to sit there through Shane Gillis. If you find Shane Gillis offensive, don't turn on Channel 10 on Saturday night at 1130. Simple. Yeah. You know? For the content that I don't like, I don't consume it. <laughs> Imagine that. Right? What a, what a concept. Right? Like, like I, I don't say cancel that. I don't like it. I just say, well, I don't like it, so I'm not going to watch it. If you don't like Kale and Company, nobody's forcing you to listen. That's the way it works. The only thing I, I want to add to what you were talking about, the John Jonathan Zimmerman piece in the Inquirer about the schools and free speech, I wish that because he writes for the Inquirer, I know he's a professor at U, UPenn and studies history and teaches history, but what about our Thomas Jefferson University president, Mark Tykachinsky? Remember him last yeah, summer? Yeah, for liking posts. Yeah. What about his free speech? Right. So yep. there's an irony there. And obviously, he's writing an op-ed for the Inquirer, and it's really beautifully written, and I loved it. But the irony is, of course, that the Philadelphia Inquirer went after Ty Kaczynski. I mean, they, they it was a campaign, mm-hmm. and they were complicit in, I believe, pressuring him to step down. He still has a, he's still a doctor there, yeah. but he had to step down from the heading the medical school. Jonathan Zimmerman, I'll look at his, I guess, his book, Who's America, Culture Wars in the Public Schools, mm-hmm was recently published in a revised edition. I, I will read it. I'll check it out. Yeah. I'm interested to see what he... Because he's written very eloquently for this op-ed piece. Well, I'm, I'm glad you brought up the guy from Thomas Jefferson because here's the... I mean, we live in this world now, and you've seen this for many, many years now, probably close to a decade, if not 12 to 15 years, where people put in their Twitter profile, retweets and likes do not necessarily mean endorsements. You know, so you could be clicking on something because you like it. You want to go back to it and reference it at a later point in time. And people will automatically assume that you agree with that opinion. And people felt the need to put that in their Twitter profile to protect themselves from those that are triggered over something that they just disagree with. That's infuriating. Yeah. Uh, Real fast before we break, can I... Can I do some instant feedback of from course. some of the stuff that we've been getting from all like all morning, uh, every topic we've been. So if you're listening right now and haven't been listening all morning, then maybe some of the stuff you don't know what we're talking about. But I'm um, sorry. Uh, let's do let's start with ornery hounds when we were talking about uh, the um, uh, the term limits and the age for senators. Nick, your your bad take of the week. Yes. Uh, ornery hounds says the only solution is single six-year Senate terms uh, seniority in years five and six. Let everyone see the end point upon their candidacy. So okay. that's basically that's basically term limits is, uh, is what mm-hmm. he's saying. Czar of Trend says uh, about me, finally someone is saying that The Wire was unwatchable. It was and is the emperor has new clo- uh, uh, the emperor's new clothes of series. Oh, see, okay. Well, now there's two. Uh, the misery loves company, and Stalker has a body. Um, Antiquarius Emeritus uh, Retro Girl Forty Nine says regarding the travel in the 1950s, uh, there's a big difference between scripted ad photography and everyday cell phone video. There are plenty of disruptive people in the past. We just didn't have the technology to record it in real time. I would disagree with that. I don't think that we had that level of no, not not the not the fisticuffs and, and yeah, you know, not the brawls. Yeah, um, Muggsy Do on the uh, Hunter Biden set thing says the Republicans are going to screw this up too. They're going to create <laughs> even more doubt about Biden and the Dems uh, and. 
create even more doubt about Biden and the Dems will replace him. We want Trump against Biden. That's a guaranteed victory. It's a good point. You know, it's actually a really good point. Somebody else um, tweeted us earlier saying we didn't learn from Fetterman. We made Fet- we went after Fetterman and made him more sympathetic. You're going to do the same thing to Hunter Biden yeah. and people will view it sympathetically. Colleen writes, if nothing happens to rich and powerful people, can you explain what is happening to Donald Trump and his family? I think you are wrong. People do care about Biden's bribery stuff, but mainstream media just won't report on it. And one more, Richard Nataro says, I can't believe I'm agreeing with Greg Stocker for a second time today. <laughs> the Hunter scandal is meaningless and waste of time because the media doesn't give a rat's behind. So it's never going to be reported properly. Oh, that's the key right there, the way it'll be reported. Exactly. It will not be reported the same way you get it on this side of the ledger. All right, that'll do it. Uh, final hour is on the way. We've got a big three in about 20 minutes. And then updates with the New York Times as well as... Cereal for dinner. You think there's been some bad takes this week? As Joe Biden said, you ain't seen nothing yet. Kale and company, we're back after this. You know, it's a great time of year to enjoy life. Stop letting that pain in your joints keep you from doing what you want to do this spring. And yeah, looking forward to this summer. Call my friends from QC Kinetics. Call them now. QC Kinetics is the nation's leader in regenerative medicine. I'm talking lasting joint pain relief. No surgery, no drugs, no downtime. In fact, QC Kinetics is transforming lives. Their advanced treatments harness your own body's ability to restore and repair your damaged joint tissue. Pro athletes, they've been doing this for decades, but now this life-changing treatment is available for you, for me, for all of us. So you can walk, run, climb stairs, feel good while you're playing golf, and just be pain-free. How does that sound? No pain pills, no risky surgery, It's an all-natural solution. That's what I love about it. One of the things I love about it, QC Kinetics has tens of thousands of satisfied patients who are reclaiming their mobility. Take action now. Do this. Put it on the calendar so you can live your best life this spring and summer. It's a great use of your tax refund check, by the way. QC Kinetics, call for a free consultation, 215-999-3000, 215-999-3000, QC Kinetics, 999-3000. Tell them Dawn sent you. Start your day with Kale and Company, weekday mornings 6 till 10, on Talk Radio 1210, WPHT, and the free Odyssey app.